0: what's up and welcome to another episode of the money love and freedom podcast and today we're going to be talking about the not so secret but also not so followed rule of success and that is to plan today and then execute and evaluate tomorrow and then this leads you to a life where you can thrive but there's way too many people out there who want to be able to thrive Without first doing the planning and the executing. So over the next two weeks, we're going to go into this topic of planning and executing with a little bit more of a focus on the planning side of it, because the execution part can change from person to person depending on necessarily what you're trying to execute. So but with that said, we are going to do a two part series. And today, the first thing we're going to talk about is some ideas on what you should be doing and what you should be planning and executing for, meaning what do we want to what do we want to be executing? What do we want to be planning for during the next few weeks, few months, etc.? because we're in a time period right now. By the way, the date is May 2020, where it, there's a lot of uncertainty with COVID-19 going on. And I I see a lot of people are kind of just sitting by and not doing this very important thing of planning to execute. Now, this is what's going to prepare us so that when the economy does open back up, when our lives do get back to normal, we are in the best place possible to thrive. But it starts with planning and executing today. Next week, I'm going to talk a little bit more about specifically how to plan and a very good strategy to use in in your ability on how to plan. But for today, what we're going to get into is what I think at least the top three things that you should be planning for. And these are things that everyone can do that will pay dividends for years and years to come. So stay tuned and let's begin this episode. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance. From business and wealth, to love and sex, discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighters? So here we are. We are pretty much in the second week of May. And today's date is actually May 7th, or the day I'm recording this episode is Thursday, May 7th. And I decided to record today for this coming Monday, uh, which isn't the usual day I record or how I usually operate. But there's a few special things about today. Uh, Number one, we are in the middle of a pandemic. We're right in the middle of COVID-19. I just want to make that point just to date for anybody who might listen to this in the future. Uh, because it is a little rev- a little bit relevant to the topic today, and uh, number two, today May seventh is actually my birthday, and I'm officially 37 years old, which means I am starting to begin, and for the next 30 or 40 years, I will be living in my prime. And honestly, for the majority of my adult life, I've typically taken my birthday off, except for the last couple. Uh, But as I mentioned, I'm starting to get into my prime, which which I believe is is the time for a lot of people to make the biggest difference in their lives. And this is me owning up to that and saying, like, hey, I don't need an excuse anymore. Like on my birthday, on on weekends, whatever it may be, if I have a job to do, I'm going to get it done. Right? With the one exception that I always make sure I take one day off that is for just me and my family. My family, in this case right now, includes just my wife, my mom, and my sister, eventually kids, and things like that. But the point is that I believe that I am at the very beginning of my prime years, and I don't want to waste a single one of them. And by the way, the prime years are typically what I believe to be around your mid-30s, uh, till around your mid seventies, right? And the way I, the reason I say that is because that's when the majority of people make the largest impact on society and in their own lives. And and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people who make a huge impact, you know, before and after that, right? Like people like Warren Buffett, who is in his eighties now, ha- is creating a ton of impact, and and Mark Zuckerberg was creating a large impact also when he was very young in his twenties. But still, I believe right now, Mark Zuckerberg in his 30s is going to be creating a lot more impact than he was in his 20s. I mean, just think about it. In his 20s, he was focused on building Facebook into the biggest and best social networking platform. And now today, he's still doing that. But he also has his own nonprofit, the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, that's doing great work trying to bridge the gap between technology and social change. So I really do believe that these are the prime years when we have Impact. And for most of us, again, like the majority is going to be, you know, but around our 30s to 70s. But before that, what are we doing, right? Before we get into our 30s, we're doing a lot of stuff to prepare, right? We're finding our ideal partners in life. We're getting our career organized. We're getting our finances organized. Now, you might be 25, 35, or 45, but there is one key formula that we can and we must all take if we want to maximize our potential during our prime years. And that is you plan today, you execute and you evaluate tomorrow. You repeat that cycle over and over again. And there comes a point where you can truly, truly thrive. Now too many people want to do just the thriving portion. So they take the safe route. You know, they get what they think is a quote unquote secure job and they create this illusion of thriving. And we can see this illusion, right? We can see people going on lavish trips, buying fancy cars, going to fancy dinners. And I like all of those things too. I actually, I love all of those things. But when we do it as an illusion, we can actually see all around us, you know, many of us, I'm sure, have friends, family, loved ones that are losing everything because they didn't focus on the planning and the execution. They took the safe route because they only wanted to thrive, and it looks like the safe route isn't working out so well, and it isn't so safe at this moment. So today's going to be a relatively short episode. I'm not going to go too deep into how to plan and necessarily how to execute, but instead I want to focus on what I think we should all be doing right now, like what we should be planning for and what we should be executing for. And this applies whether you're a business owner or a working professional. And that one thing that we need to all be doing is we need to all begin to build an audience. Now, let me define first what I mean by an audience. I don't necessarily mean that you have to have a big social media following or you have to have your own blog with thousands and thousands of people. You know, it it can mean developing just authority in your own industry, right? It can also mean just going out and helping people with whatever gifts you have so that no one forgets who you are, right? Just giving yourself to other people. Now, if you like money and at the end of this COVID-19 pandemic ends, if you want to make more of it, then I would also suggest that you help, you do help others out for free, But you help them with a skill set that might eventually pay you well. So an example of this would be when I first started working in the field of hypnosis and coaching. And, you know, in the beginning, I had a really big focus on helping people primarily get through traumas and things that have uh, previously affected them and are still affecting them psychologically today. I had literally zero following at the time and nobody knew who I was in the industry, especially locally. So I reached out to everybody I knew in my local area because I had a local office at the time. And I was, I was offering everybody. I said, hey, if you have any trauma, if something happened, like let me know. I will help you for free. I went to the local churches, and I started offering my services for free, too, for their veterans and things like that, people who have, have suffered some kind of a severe trauma, primarily for veterans. And you know, I did a lot of that work for free during that time, and I just kept doing it. But then a small percentage of the people I helped for free became my biggest ambassadors. And then when they had friends or they had family that needed help, the referral started coming in and I was able to build a referral engine. And I didn't have to spend as much on marketing and ads and things like that because I had helped so many people and they were just bringing me a new base of referral clients. So I just want you to understand that when I say it's time to build an audience, There's a lot of ways you can do it, but the fundamental thing, what I mean is go out and use your gifts, whatever gifts that God, the universe, whatever you want to call this power above us gifted you with and, or you worked to develop, use that and go out to help people. Now, I'd like to just offer you a few ways that I think you could actually go and do that, right? A few ways you can go out and begin to build that audience, which again, I don't mean necessarily having to be this huge Instagram following or a huge Facebook following, right? Or anything like that. But but here's three ways I think that anybody can do it, whether or not you have a following, whether or not you have a business. So the first one is basically like, just like I mentioned, right? Actively go out and help people, right? Even if it's on a one to one basis, you don't you have no idea how much this can can really Bring you a lot of benefits down the line. And, and honestly, you, sh- you shouldn't do this with that thought. When I went out with helping people, I just wanted to go out and help people. I was learning new skills. I felt like I had a huge ability to help people. And I just wanted to do that. And who else than my friends and family to help? But eventually, like I said, they started bringing me clients, you know, and some of you might say, you know, like, that doesn't scale if I help everybody one on one, or if I try to just help people individually, that's not going to scale. And I want to scale, how do I build this life of freedom if I don't scale, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, honestly, like, I'd like to ask you, do you have so little free time these days that you can't go out and help one, two or three people? I mean, if you can actually get to a point when you're helping so many people individually that you have to scale, then that is exactly what I would define as a good problem to have. But until you have that problem, why are you boggling yourself down with it, right? So forget that excuse. Go out and help people one on one, whatever you can, right? Whatever skill set you have, I'm sure there's a way you can help someone. So, Number two, here's the second way you could go about doing this. And this is the more traditional route that I think a lot of people think about when I talk about building an audience, which is you could become the voice of authority. You could become an influencer in your own right. So you can build a tribe through social media. You can try to build a Instagram following, a Facebook page and a Facebook following, LinkedIn, your own blog, YouTube, podcast, etc. right? This is the second method I think you can do to create your own tribe and build on your own personal brand. Now you have to remember that these days, everybody has a personal brand because almost everybody has social media and you have to remember what a brand is, right? Your personal brand is everything that I think and feel when your name or an image of you comes to mind. And a lot of that can be influenced by what you put out on social media, So that's one thing you can do, right? Pick, I would suggest at least picking one platform, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, right? Wherever you have the highest concentration of people that you can go out and help and create your own tribe and create your own following, pick that platform and then go out and give advice, give tips to people based off the experiences that you know and that you have had yourself. For example, let's say you're a plumber, okay, and you start a plumbing Instagram page or a plumbing Facebook page or even a plumbing YouTube channel or something like that. You can then go out and work as hard as you can to teach people how to fix their own toilets while plumbers can't visit because we're in the middle of COVID-19. And do that, right? You can just go out there, help people build a following and teach people how to clean their own toilets or how to fix their own toilets. Because guess what? One day, the people who are fixing their own toilets, because the you taught them how to, one day, they aren't they aren't going to want to do that anymore. And when they're sick of fixing their own toilets, when this pandemic is over, who do you think is going to get the call to come fix their toilet? So that's the second way. You can build your own authority. You can build your own tribe and build your own following on your own social media platform, your own blog, etc. Now, here's a third way, and I think this is a really, really great way also if you don't want to create your own tribe, if you don't want to create your own following. Because I do know a lot of people don't want to go through all of that effort. It, it, it is, I'm not going to lie, a, a lot of effort to be able to keep up with producing the content, right? Like this podcast alone, I have to make sure at least once a week, I'm coming here to record, I'm coming here to get everything ready for post-production edit, and that takes a commitment and at least a few hours of weekly time and weekly focused work for me, uh, which can be tiring. So if you don't wanna do that, a third way you could do this is you could, instead of creating your own tribe and your own following, you can join someone else's tribe And add a lot of value to them and their tribe. And I love this method because it's basically a win-win-win for everybody. So what I mean by that is you can do this by, you know, joining Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups, you know, things like Reddit forums, groups and topics that are complementary to what you do, but not competitive. Okay, so again, complementary, but not competitive. So that you can add value to this group without infringing on their turf. So, you know, maybe you're a real estate agent or imagine that you are a real estate agent. If you're a real estate agent, don't join another real estate agents group and try to give advice to that people because you would be infringing on their turf. But what you could do is you could join Facebook groups like, you know, DIY, do it yourself, home improvement groups, or go on Reddit or Quora and look at the DIY home improvement forums. Because people who are doing DIY home improvement projects, most likely number one, own their own home, right? I don't know a lot of renters who do DIY projects inside their house. And number two, sometimes they're remodeling and doing these DIY projects, because they need to sell that home. And even if they're not selling their helm at the moment, a lot of people who are doing DIY projects are going to ask questions like, Hey, if I change this countertop in my kitchen, or if I change these cabinets, how much value does that typically add to my home value? And that is the exact type of question that a real estate agent's expertise is needed to answer. And so you can answer these questions, you can become the authority figure in this group by helping these DIY home improvement people to answer these kinds of questions to help them with their real estate needs, right? And you're not number one, you're not infringing on on the group owners turf, because they're in home improvement, not selling real estate. And that's why this is a win 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 for everybody. Because number one, the group owner wins, right? Because you're providing some additional value to their audience to the members of the group. The individual who you're helping wins because now he has some additional information from an expert he didn't have before. He or she, I should say. And finally, you have a potential to win because if you do this enough times, you help enough people, eventually it will always come back to you. I love Zig Ziglar's quote here. Zig Ziglar always said, if you help enough people get what they want, eventually you will get What you want. So that's a third thing you can do. The third way you can go out there and build your own audience is to join another tribe, another audience, and serve that tribe, serve the members of the group with your own expertise and your own knowledge. So these are just some of the ideas and the things I think of what you can be planning for during these times. You know, there's a lot of people these days who are not making money and I understand that a lot of people have had a reduction in their income and they're worried about getting paid right now, not doing all this free work for people and I, believe me, I, I I totally understand this. I'm in the same boat. I have definitely also had a loss of income during this time period because of COVID nineteen. We're all in the same boat, okay? But I also recognize that I can't just sit around waiting for things to get back to normal. I need to plan today. I need a plan, a long term strategy that I can execute tomorrow, and then thrive for many years down the road. And believe me, the way business is going to change after this, the way our economy, the way our country runs, the way our world runs after this is going to change. Uh, And it's not going to be bad. It it doesn't mean it's going to be changed for the worse. It's just going to change, right? Things change. And so if you take this approach, if you're willing to sacrifice some of your comforts towards a bigger purpose, a bigger vision, then I promise the dividends will pay off in the long run. Because you see, this game is the complete opposite of going to a restaurant. Okay, and I love that analogy because in a restaurant, first you eat and then you pay. But see, in the game of life, first you have to pay the price before you get to eat. And those of you who are willing to pay a higher upfront price are going to enjoy a much richer and a much more delicious meal. So that choice is yours. The price you're willing to pay is entirely in your control. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you're all staying safe and healthy. If you haven't subscribed yet, please go do that now leave us a rating and a review as it really helps us to get the word out on this podcast and helps us rank higher in the search results and all the different podcast players. And finally, you know what my last call to action is Go out and do your thing. You know, it's your life. Your results are entirely up to you. And my goal and my wish for you as much as possible is to help guide you towards realizing your own dream, to become the heroes of your own story. And the heroes of any great story always have to pay a price. But if you're willing to pay that price up front by planning today, and executing then the day after that and the day after that and the day after that you will be truly living a life of freedom on your terms i hope you have a beautiful week and we'll be back next monday with a new episode